0: Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of Live Free Podcast, where we talk about living a life of freedom, expansion, and rest in Christ Jesus. I'm super excited about today's episode. Um, The the name of the topic, and I'm sure you've already seen the thumbnail, it says, is church a prerequisite for walking with God? This is a hot topic, guys, so let's get into it. So as I was in my prayer time, I was um, actually... Listening to the Spirit of the Lord, and He was speaking to me about how we have a lot of people, especially YouTubers uh, that have ministry on YouTube, that have unusual destinies and that don't fit into the box or the traditions of men. So, a lot of times we'll find ourselves against a lot of opposition or against uh, the opinions and the naysayers um, because we have decided to follow God into actually be obedient to what God is speaking in this hour regarding um, being a part of a church or an organization, uh, the traditional way. Now, let me um, just make it clear. There's nothing wrong with being a part of a church. I think church is an excellent place to be for self-development, spiritual growth, and it's also a, a, a way to fellowship with other believers. But it is not a prerequisite for walking with God. In fact, you'll find that God oftentimes, depending on your destiny and depending on your path and your purpose for your life, God would actually call you unto himself for a season. And this may look like um, to some rebellion. This may look like, you know, that you don't want to be a part of the body. But there are times and seasons that you have to be able to discern to know that what season you are in when walking with God. Let me just put it like that. So today he's given me a few scriptures and a few pointers that I want to point out to you um, that will correlate with what he's speaking in terms of is church a prerequisite for walking with God? Because many of you have unusual destinies. You have um, purpose that doesn't look like the norm. It doesn't look like what everybody else say your purpose should look like or doesn't align uh, with the the traditions of men. So God has come, have me come today to actually set the captives free um, to let you know that you are not off track. You are right where God wants you to be. And so he gave me the scripture of Luke 9 and 49. Excuse me, guys. Luke 9, verses 49 through 50. And that verse reads, This is where um, um, John answered and said, he said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we forbid him because he does not follow with us. And Jesus said to him, do not forbid him for who is not against us is on our side. So basically, just because it doesn't look like the traditional way that you would actually cast out demons in terms of, being in a church or a group setting, which Jesus was not religious at all, by no means. He actually, that was his biggest opposition. Religious leaders was his opposition. In fact, they were the ones who killed him. So in this verse, he's showing us that there are people that are not a part of the 12 disciples that are casting out demons in the name of Jesus. And Jesus said, do not forbid them for those that are not, for those that are, um he said, for those is not against us is on our side and that's key because the bible says a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand okay so a lot of things that religious people think is actually not of god or it's a demon you know they were saying okay he casting out devils he he must have he must be a demon but then god corrected them and he said A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Can Satan cast out Satan? In other words, what is the fruit of the spirit? What is the character of the individual? It's not so much as being a part of a group setting or a church, because I can assure you there's a lot of people sitting in church going to hell because church is not not the end-all be-all. And God shows us this time and time again in scripture. He shows us this. Um, So you have to be able to understand the seasons and the times of God. That's vitally important if you're going to walk in your purpose and destiny, because our purpose and destiny is not mirroring the next person. It doesn't look like what the next person or what the traditional way of what people think you should, you know, be walking with God. So God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. In order to flow and move with the holy spirit you have to be flexible not saying that it does not align with the word of god because everything should align with the word of god so what i'm saying here is you have to be able to flow and move so there are people that are listening to me that are wondering if they are on the right track they're wondering Um, Do I have to be a part of a church to start maybe even a podcast or a YouTube ministry? Or do I have to be a part of these things? And I'm here to tell you, Jesus said it himself, that we have made the word of God of no effect because we are following because of the traditions of men that have been passed down. We're in a new era. This is a new season. This is a new time. And that's why I said it's vitally important that you're able to understand the seasons and the timings of God and that... Um, you have to understand that your ministry may not look like um, your neighbor's ministry because the you know if if two of us are the same then one of us is not necessary we're all supposed to celebrate our uniqueness our and all of us have different paths we have different paths and purposes and God has different plans for our lives so we can't lump it all together and think or feel that we should be looking like someone else or that we should be a part of something because I've heard this time and time again even in a preaching or a setting where they'll say oh you can't be the lone ranger you need a body of believers you need to... and while I totally agree with that but that body of believers may be a small bible study that bible believers may be um Maybe just a a different type of setting than the traditional way of being a part of a big organization. And sometimes, depending on your calling, God would actually call you unto Himself for a season. And that calling unto yourself may look like isolation from a lot of people and a lot of different things. Now, you may ask, why would God call us unto Himself? Well, it just depends on your purpose and the plan that God has for your life. So, Sometimes it's just for deeper intimacy that God wants you to really get to know him with all, without all of the religious activities, without putting so much focus on church because you have some people that know how to do church. People know how to do church real good, but they don't have no type of intimacy or they don't really take the time to spend with God to not only know the word, but to know his ways, but to know his personality, but to know why he does what he does, and, and to know your purpose for your life. So sometimes God will call you unto himself for some deeper intimacy so that you can learn the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God and religion is two different things. God, The kingdom of God has nothing to do with religion. Religion says do, 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 do. You're in activities. You're doing this. You're doing that. The kingdom says, come and get intimate with me. Okay? Intimacy. Into me you see. Intimacy meaning learn about the kingdom, get the revelation. It's not so much as the word of God as it is the reveal word of God, and I just did a teaching on that, not I think the last teaching was the revelation of salvation. It's called the revelation of salvation and revelation of a finished work. And I would suggest you even look at that because the reveal word of God is totally different from just knowing the word of God. And the only way you're going to get the reveal word of God is going to be revealed through the Holy Spirit. And the only way you're going to get that is spending intimate time with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, to know who he is, to know your purpose, and to understand what the word of God really means. So the other thing that he pointed out, he was saying that a lot of times he would call people unto himself because of the contamination. Maybe the group of people that you were hanging around, um, bad company corrupts good character is what the Bible says. Maybe God is wanting to send you a whole new uh, uh, body of believers or people that are on the same track and that are equally yoked as you are, so that you're not pulled into temptation or pulled into things that are ungodly. Another reason is to build your faith. To build your faith, a lot of times we have to be pulled away from crowds and we have to be pulled away from people to build our faith because we're so used to relying on other people for uh, advice and we're so used to relying on other people for uh, prayer and all these different things and so, in, in some cases is spiritual leeches. Okay. So sometimes you become a spiritual leech because you're so dependent or co-dependent on the other believer. And there's nothing wrong with encouraging and strengthening each other and praying for each other and even giving words, uh, word of the Lords to each other. But we have to be very careful that we don't become so dependent on other people um, that we lose sight of have building an intimate relationship with God and getting a word directly from God. It's nothing wrong with getting the word through someone else that God is speaking, but it's vitally important to know and understand how to hear God for yourself because it's, it's it's extremely important. Um I even go and I talk about the story of the two prophets in another teaching that I did. And the 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 story of the two prophets where The guy got mauled by a lion because he listened to the older prophet. And even though God gave him specific instructions on what journey and what route he was supposed to take, the other prophet came along and then gave him a different instruction. Instead of him heeding the word of the Lord, he heeded the voice of the man, which the man had good intentions and he was indeed a prophet. But how many of you know that God? is first and foremost, that your allegiance is to him first. And that even though somebody may mean well, they may not be, it may not be what God is saying at that moment for you, because God wants you to be able to hear his voice and and know him outside of other people. And I think that's vitally important because if you don't know him outside of other people, like in the case of that story of the two prophets, he went on the, the route that the Oh, the prophet told him to go on and he got mauled by a lion, which is why God told him not to go on that route because God knew the lion was already up there. But because of titles, come on, somebody, because of um, uh, people, you know, looking up to people, it's nothing wrong with respecting people and looking up to people. But you better heed the word of the Lord over the, the voice of man. Don't ever get caught up in that because he's the pastor, or he's the prophet, or he's the apostle, um, it must be right. No, you better know that you heard God for yourself, because sometimes that is indeed a test to see who your allegiance is to. The other reason why God will call you unto himself is because um, he has a greater call on your life that requires that uh, intimacy to be able to carry his presence. And you have to be able to have intimate fellowship in order to receive that impartation. So the other thing that God actually pointed out as well was um, not forbidding people to come um, because they don't fit into the mold. In other words, like the scripture was saying how he said, do not forbid him for he who is against us is who he who's not against us is on our side. So we want to be vitally Careful that we do not um, forbid people or we do not shun them or we do not um, take on the spirit of, I call it a gang, a cult. You know, it's almost like you know how it is sometimes when you leave a church um, because God has called you out of that church and He's called you to another church or a different season in your life. And then all of a sudden, that the people that you were friends with at one church are no longer talking to you, which is mind-blowing to me because that is not how we operate as believers in the body of Christ because we love people, okay, and we love God. So we don't treat people like that. But I'm here to tell you that has even happened to me. Um, As God has called me out of the church and then into another season in my life, uh, the members no longer spoke with me. They no longer, uh, they was told by the pastor not to fellowship. And I'm gonna tell you something. It's extremely hurtful when you put your heart and soul and time, you know, into uh, getting to know people and you know your your prayer partners with them and all that. And it's and it's and it's very sad that we live in a damn time that we are operating in the body of Christ like a gang, because I looked up what that was. What, what does it mean to, to be in a, a cult? It's nothing but a gang. That's all it is. And we know that we are supposed to be nice to strangers. How much more should we be to those in the body of Christ, our sisters and brothers in Christ? So you have to be very careful too that um, you know when God calls you unto himself, that you're not more tied to the people than you are and tied to the instruction of the Lord. Because it's going to be vitally important for your purpose and for His plan for your life. And another thing too, um, I just want to say this: God is not in the box. He's not in the box. He's never, never has been. Um, he's not into the traditions of men when the Holy Spirit is flowing and then the Holy Spirit is moving, he has to be able to be flexible and to move. And I'm also talking about within the confines of the Word of God. I'm not talking about anything outside of the Word of God, guys. I'm talking about everything that lines up with the Word of God. But you have to be flexible and you have to be able to move, you know, and and be obedient to the voice and to the Spirit of the Lord because that's where your blessing lies. It's always illogical instruction. It's always illogical instruction. It's always something that doesn't make sense to the natural mind. It has to be spiritually discerned. Because to the natural man, you look crazy. But to the Spirit of God, you're right on track. So whoever is listening under the sound of my voice... Just know that God has to be the ultimate and final authority. Your faith has to be final. His word has to be the final authority. His direction has to be the final authority. And in, in spite of what it looks like, and in spite of you not fitting in, we're not supposed to fit in. We wasn't called to fit in. We are the body of Christ. We are a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a holy people that is called unto God into his marvelous light, out of the darkness. So if we're not going to look like everybody else. We're not going to fit in like everybody else. And I'm telling you guys this because I have been on a journey. Do you hear me? Nothing about from from the day I gave my life to God, nothing about my life seemed normal. Nothing about my journey seems normal. And before I even found God like the way I have found him, you know, I know him now. I didn't even fit in. I never did fit in. So I'm just wanting to let you know, you're not supposed to fit in. As long as you are worshiping God, following his word, loving people, staying in a posture of humility and obedience, you are on the right track. You are on the right track. Sometimes it seems like because we're so isolated sometimes and sometimes different seasons, and this is not every season in your life, but there are certain seasons in your life that God will call you unto himself. And I'm somebody is getting free today. Somebody is getting free. They are breaking free from the traditions of men and that religion. Religion will have you to miss God. Obligation will have you to miss God obligation over obedience will have you to miss God. Hear what I'm saying. You will miss it because we our allegiance has to be to the master. First and foremost, truth cannot be compromised for the sake of peace. You can't compromise truth for the sake of peace, guys. You have to follow him no matter what. And so some of us have unusual destinies and paths. It doesn't mean that you are outside of God's will. In fact, you may be on track than most people. Um, because people are set in their ways. God wants us to ask, seek, and knock. There is nothing more uh, frustrating than trying to fit somewhere where you don't belong. Where God guides, he will provide. Hear me when I say that. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. If there is bondage, confusion, conflict, disruption, God is not there. So wherever the spirit of the Lord is, that's the name of this podcast, Live Free Podcast. Because what the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom, there is expansion. You don't feel boxed in. You don't feel like you're held hostage. You don't feel like you don't have enough time to do this, you don't have enough time to do that. That is not of God. God will always make um, his, his his himself a priority in your life. And if you feel like you don't have the time that you really want to get in, to really spend with God, then you're off track. And we have been led off track by doing good things, and good deeds, good deeds. I always say this, the enemy will use good things to pull you away from God. What seems like God, but if it can be a good thing, but if that good thing is moving you away from purpose and plan of God for your life, then it's not a good thing. It's disguised as a good thing, but it's really a devil thing. So I want you to know that um, you may ask the question, is church a prerequisite? Church is not a prerequisite. And I'm going to show you one last example. The last example in in the word of God is when uh, Jesus was on the cross and the two thieves was on either side of him in Luke 23, 32 and 55. And and the criminals were talking, you know, one criminal said, hey, if you be the son of God, why don't you get yourself down from this cross and save yourself? You know, um, as they hung, you know, they blasphemed, you know, save yourself if you're Christ or whatever, whatever. But the other answering, the other thief rebuked him that was on the other side of Jesus. And he said, do you not even fear God? He says, seeing you are under the same condemnation. And we indeed justly, for we received the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when we come into your kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Assuredly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. So did those men follow God? Absolutely not. But the difference in the the men on either side of him is one had the revelation. Here we go with the revealed word of God again. Here we go with that intimacy. One had a revelation who Jesus was, and the other one, the other one, had the religious thing going on. You know, he had the the pride telling him to throw himself down from there if he was saved himself and all that kind of stuff. But the other one had the revelation, and that's the other one where Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. So was church a prerequisite for this guy to be with Jesus in paradise? Absolutely not. Is speaking in tongues a prerequisite to be saved? Absolutely not. Did that Did that thief say, wait a minute, let me jump off this cross and get down here and tarry to get the, the tongues? no he did not he didn't have to get off the cross to go speak in tongues these are all now don't get me wrong i speak in tongues, and i believe in the power of the holy spirit and i believe that we need that gift in order to help us accelerate our walk with the lord but hear me and hear me well we have made the word of god of no effect because of traditions of men. god said don't forbid them to come, and he did not forbid that thief on that cross. He said, "Today you will be with me in paradise." And this is the word of the Lord for today. Is church a prerequisite, guys? Absolutely not. Following God does not require a group or a mega church. to be in a mega church. It doesn't require a whole bunch of people. In fact, you might be in the right place more than more than others. And I'm here to tell you, I love me a good church, and I love me. Uh, a pastor, apostle who is following God, anywhere I go, let me just say this, Um, visit a, a conference, a church or anything, I'm looking for Jesus. That's who I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a title. I'm not looking for popularity. I am not looking for the crowds. I'm not looking to socialize. Now, that's a bonus You know, if you make friends and you fellowship with other believers and you get to know people, there's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, who I'm looking for, I'm looking for Jesus. That's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for his presence. I'm looking for yokes to be destroyed. I'm not looking for another feel-good sermon. I'm not looking for another religious gathering. I'm not looking for anything because I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you have really touched God and you're really in his presence, that you will not lead the same way that you come if you enter into his presence, be it in church or be it in your bedroom or be in a small Bible group study. I'm a firm believer in looking for his presence because that's where the yokes are going to be destroyed and the burdens are going to be removed and the sick will be healed and the dead will be raised. It's about the power and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. That's what this is all about. This is not about traditions. It's not about religion. It's not about um, all these different events and socializing. There's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, who you need to be looking for is you need to be looking for his uh, his presence and his word, that everything should be lining up with the word of God and his presence should be made manifest. And his presence, his presence come with demonstration and power, not by word only. So it's not enough to have a feel good sermon. It's about people being set free. Yokes being destroyed and burdens being removed. There is nobody that should come into the presence of Jesus and remain the same. That lets me know that his presence was not there because even the woman with the issue of blood, when she touched his garment and he said, who touched me? And the d- disciples said, well, master, all of these people are pushing up against us and all these people are um, touching you. How do you even know somebody touched you? He said, because virtue has left my body. That means that she came with a purpose and that even though it was massive amount of people around him, touching him, they wasn't really touching him. They was just in the mix, in the crowd. But the person who really touched him got the results. That's a word for somebody today. So is church a prerequisite? Absolutely not. Enjoy your walk with God. He loves you and he wants you to make him first and your allegiance to him first and foremost. That's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Send this to someone else that can help them get set free in the name of Jesus. You guys have a wonderful day. And until next time, I will see you in the next video or podcast. Bye-bye.